You may want to download TikTok and WeChat now because they won't be available for long. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me to break down the big headline of the day is Ian Sher, editor-at-large, who's first on the scene with the story. Welcome, Ian. How are you doing? So let's let's get the basics out of the way. There's this ban coming in place on Sunday on both TikTok and WeChat. What does this mean? What's going on with this ban? Essentially, what's going to happen is that starting on Sunday, you're not going to be able to download WeChat or TikTok from the app stores in the United States. We're assuming that that means all of the app stores, although a lot of these details are still very unclear. But I would expect that you're not going to be able to access the apps from the Internet Uh, after Sunday. What you will be able to do is if you've already downloaded them, you'll be able to use them for a certain amount of time. It's really unclear uh, how far this is going to go. For TikTok, it's going to be the the deadline's November 12th. For WeChat, it seems to be Sunday. So if you're using WeChat, you're just kind of out of luck. But it's going to be really interesting to watch how people respond to this and how it shakes out because we're talking about some of the largest social networks in the world suddenly being disrupted in a way we haven't really seen ever before. Right. And then, you know, there's less talk about WeChat and let's focus a bit on TikTok because it is a viral sensation here. There are tens of millions of users on TikTok. What happens? They're able to use it, but the, as I understand, no update, no software updates or no way to, to, to continue to maintain that app, right? Is that, is that what happens? Yeah. It, if you've been following the Apple and Epic saga, it's very similar. So, uh, you know, when when Epic decided to break Apple's uh, App Store rules over pa- a payments thing, uh, essentially what happened was that Apple kicked the app out of the App Store. So everyone who had already downloaded it could play it, but you couldn't download it new or get updates. And over time, the app stopped working as well as all the other ones because there were software updates that were new uh, in that game, new parts of the game they put out that you could couldn't get. Uh, TikTok's obviously not a video game, but I imagine that this is going to be what happens. We're going to see updates come down and they'll probably try to maintain it as best they can so that people who already have it in the U.S. can keep using it. But eventually, if this doesn't get sorted out, the app's just going to stop working. So let's, let's roll back a bit. Why are these bans being put in place? Essentially, this is all coming down to a national security conversation. These apps are, you have to think about it, these apps are some of the first apps from China to really take off in the United States. And I mean, really take off. And I think that it's caused us to rethink about a lot of how we talk about the internet. In the last few years, I've started hearing a lot more about China's version of the internet and our version of the internet and setting these two things apart. They've always been slightly different, but there's now like a concerted conversation over this issue and what China is doing. And this is what led a little bit to this national security concern. Essentially, the government says, hey, this is a Chinese app. It collects data on Americans. It could be used by the Chinese government, which isn't factually wrong. But there's zero evidence that that's happening. And the company obviously would say that it isn't. But we're hearing these national uh, security conversations and these these warnings without any actual evidence about what's going on. Yeah, it's important to note that the Commerce Department held a conference call with the press this morning. They were asked explicitly to offer concrete examples of, you know, of the Chinese government spying or, or taking advantage of this data. And Commerce Department did not provide any examples. And this is very similar to the situation that 
has been around Huawei, right? Huawei is a big Chinese telecommunications provider. It also got banned earlier this year by the Trump administration. Uh, but there have been for years allegations of potential security concerns, but we've never seen any evidence of it. So it's it's one of those things where like you kind of have to take the government on faith in the argument that that they are indeed doing the right thing and protecting us. But it's obviously there's a lot of skepticism and a lot of uncertainty or unknowns with the situation. Well, and let's be honest, right? When it comes to international relations, the government doesn't have the best track record of being forthright with the American people. And we have a lot of examples of that. So there's already broken trust here. And I think that is part of why you see people constantly asking this question. Yep. And so, you know, I know there were a few companies looking to buy TikTok and there was a way to potentially save it. I know November 12th is sort of the deadline for when the company needs to have some sort of deal in place. What is the current situation right now? Well, until a couple of days ago, the assumption was that Oracle had won the bidding war for TikTok. And the way that it was going to work was instead of uh, a U.S. company buying TikTok or a portion of TikTok and operating it in the United States, what Oracle seemed to offer was to be a, quote, technology partner, which seemed to mean that they would store the data from TikTok in the United States of United States citizens. But it was never really sorted out. It wasn't made very public. So eventually that seems to have fallen apart or uh, it's possible that President Trump just decided that wasn't enough and he wanted more assurances or he really wanted uh, an American company to take over TikTok and he didn't get that. So uh, after all that stuff happened, we saw the Chinese government start pushing back on these ideas and saying, well, we're not going to let any other country buy technology that is very unique to China uh, especially the algorithms, right? The way that they sort all these videos, which is really what TikTok's flavor is, right? That's what makes it work. And as a result, now we're in this space where it seems like, uh, you know, we've 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 pulled the trigger or you know set off the nuke or however you want to call it, and uh, we are now at the point where uh, the, uh, unless there's a real deal that gets put in place, it's over. Yeah, this is uh, this is interesting and surprising. Uh, situation given that, you know, we've had time, we've had several weeks. Uh, this executive order was signed, you know, back in August, and it was sort of assumed that a deal would get done. And it felt like the tensions between China and the US just sort of escalated to the point where, like, now, like, millions of TikTok users are probably going to be out of luck, right? Yeah. And th there are a lot of people who are kind of lining up to be the next TikTok. Uh, which, you know, it's not like there weren't people before trying to be TikTok, right? It's just that TikTok was in the right place at the right time and had the right branding to really take off. So YouTube actually has a new thing called Shorts, um, which is not about clothing. It's it's very similar. The short videos that you can watch, uh, TikTok mostly is 15 to 60 second videos. Uh, and we are also starting to see that from Instagram. We're starting to see it from other apps, like completely new social networks. I have no idea how it's going to play out, right? Because it's really, you know, we're talking about a service that has more than 2 billion downloads, over 100 million U.S. users. Getting them to do anything in as a group is very hard, right? That's why they tend to stick in their app. So I, I'm really, I, I'm curious to see whether or not they'll all kind of move in mass into another social network. 
Yeah, and I know we we ignored mostly WeChat, but which looks like it's not going to work after Sunday. Um, it hasn't had the breakout success of TikTok, right? But there's 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 a sizable audience here in the U.S. for WeChat, right? Yeah, and also it's a it's a hugely popular app overseas. Uh, it's very much like what happened when Facebook bought. Uh, WhatsApp, right? A lot of people was like, huh? What, why is this worth $19 billion? And then, you know, we started learning about how uh, outside the United States, a lot of people used WhatsApp because there were so many text message charges between different countries. And in Europe, where there are a lot of countries in a small space, that is really annoying. So that's what got people using it. With WeChat, a lot of it is keeping in touch with family overseas, right? That a lot of people in Asian countries tend to use uh, different social networks from us, whether it be Line or WeChat or Weibo or you name it. And so a lot of people who come over here tend to sign up for those apps so they can keep in touch with family overseas because there is no Facebook over there. So uh, I have a feeling that they're going to probably find something different uh, or they'll find a way around this. Right. But it's it's going to be an interesting thing to watch. Definitely. I know I have to warn my parents to probably find an alternative to WeChat. Uh, all right. Thanks for joining us, Ian. If you have any questions about this very complicated situation, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge. You can read all of our coverage on CNET.com. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.